0: Hello and welcome to the Classical Guitar Composers Podcast. This is episode number 33, and as always, I am your host Chris Hales, glad to be joining you once again in these last days of September. If this is your first time joining me, this show is simply a place where you can send your original classical guitar compositions, you send me an mp3 recording, and I feature it on the show. It's that simple. The only requirement is it is a real recording of a real classical guitar, and it is your original composition. So if you are a composer looking to gain a larger audience, this is a great place to do so. We have listeners from all around the globe, which leads us to hearing music from all around the globe. So, welcome. I myself am pleased to let you know I have completed a guitar piece. The first one I've completed in about two years, and it feels really good. As I talked about last episode, I've come up with a new routine for practice that incorporates composition into my guitar practice, and the result so far has been one completed piece. I'll admit, it's not my favorite, but it's finished, and I don't hate it. I should say it's like 99% finished. It's all written. Uh, I usually go through a little bit of a touch-up process after I've... It, I write it all out by hand, and it's kind of messy, and it's it's got lots of cross-outs and uh, maps telling you, okay, go to here and now to here, go in this order, you know, because it, it sort of gets Frankenstein together. And then I get on the computer, put, uh, transfer it to Finale, and in that process, I usually, you know, weed out a few parts i don't like whatever it's just just some basic touch-ups print it out and then start getting the piece really in my fingers and then i usually will make just some final edits writing with a pencil on that and you know maybe just a couple of changes so i i I shouldn't say the piece is finished but the the hard part is over the the touch-ups are always nice but the the completion of the composition itself is the part that feels really good to accomplish. So I will hopefully be sharing that soon. It'd probably be a two or three months down the road by the time I get it recorded and air it on this show, but I'm looking forward to playing that for you guys. Been a, uh, it's been a hard week for the Hales family. We've had a an old dog He's been with the family. He was 15 years old. We got him when he was four. We had him for 11 years. And the other day, uh, we, we kind of knew. I mean, he was getting old. It was getting to be where we had to start talking about when we might have to go have him put down. But he still uh, still had a lot left in him as far as he, he seemed happy. He didn't seem to be in a whole lot of pain, just, just some discomfort. But I noticed his breathing was getting... A little bit labored sometimes And so It it went from sometimes And a little bit labored To suddenly Got, got really bad Over the course of a single day And uh, we ended up Having to say goodbye Just two days ago It's never a fun thing to go through So Igor the dog Has moved on to greener pastures And meanwhile Life goes on On a happier note I'm also excited to report that I am now the proud owner of one 14 foot aluminum fishing boat. <laughs> been wanting a fishing boat for many, many years. Never really been in the right situation to own one. Finally reached a point in my life where it was the right time to get one. And oh my, am I a happy feller! Took it out on the lake last night. For a little spin, it ran great. I imagine many people would look at it and think, what a piece of junk, but I think it's quite the little beauty myself. Just a nice little mud-colored fishing slash duck boat. It's going to be a really good thing for me. Might not be such a great thing for all of you, considering um, I'll be spending more time on the lake. (laughs) I have a hard time getting to the podcast. It has been tough to get this in sometimes lately, but... Nonetheless, here I am. We're getting this one in, and it's great. Been trying to come up with a name for the boat. My daughter, 12 going on 13 here, likes to name everything. Same daughter who has been developing a love for horror movies at an increasingly rapid rate. <laughs> it's been lots of fun. We have been deciding between. A couple of names for the boat based on uh, the final girls from the first two Friday the 13th movies we've thought about uh, Ginny and we thought about Alice thought the boat kinda looks like a Ginny and uh, Ginny from Friday the 13th part 2 is by far the the coolest final girl ever from any horror movie. For those movies that follow the slasher pattern They all basically end with the sole surviving heroine facing off with the killer. So we like Ginny, but we also like the name Alice. Big Alice Cooper fans in my household. Big Alice Cooper fans. It's very common listening in my house. So the name Alice kind of has several good associations and it just has a nice ring to it. I actually thought about naming the boat Alice Sweet Alice. Which is the name of a 70s horror movie that's okay, but I thought it made a nice boat name. And there's some others we're kicking around too. Speaking of horror movies though, I haven't, haven't found any good ones new lately, but since my daughter's gotten so into it lately, uh, I've been showing her some of my favorites. And We watched this movie I've seen once. It's like 20 years old. It's called The Others. With Nicole Kidman. It's very good. It's a very good uh, haunted house movie. I highly recommend that one if you're looking for a good scary movie to watch during this season. It's kind of fun uh, watching horror movies with your kids because, you know, they actually get scared. and <laughs> You can have some fun with that. Also, one more thing before we go on to the emails. Are y'all familiar with the Lignani Caprices? They're sort of a guitarist version of the Paganini Caprices. They're quite difficult, they're very flashy, and they're pretty cool. But uh, I've never been overly into them, just because of their difficulty level. But um, I've been uh, working on number 7. Number seven's not too bad, and it's... I've basically uh, gotten through it, and um, can play it well, and I'm, like, ready to kind of move on to the next piece. And I was just kind of looking through the the Lagnani Caprices, and... Man, they're really cool, but they are... I find them unnecessarily difficult. And... Maybe, uh, just, you know, I don't have the longest fingers in the world... You know, I I feel that I'm a good guitar player, but those Lagnani's are they just stretch my fingers a little beyond their capabilities, I think, and I find that my hand gets hurt quickly when I play them, just like like reading through them. And now I know that uh like it's been my experience if if a piece initially like hurts my hand, I can basically slow down, do some very methodical work on the piece in small doses and kind of develop uh, that muscle movement for that piece. And then, you know, if you if you do it that way, you know, take just little bits at a time and don't overextend yourself. You can kind of develop more reach with your fingers and kind of develop your your muscles getting used to, you know, those positions. But part of me wonders is like are the caprices worth it because they're not I don't know I guess some are cooler than others but they just just seem very difficult with somewhat low musical reward to me then again maybe I'm just being lazy but either way I've been uh, reaching that point where it's like I think it might be time to add a new piece into the rotation something new and I was just thumbing through my sheet music I've got a lot of sheet music on my shelf that I've never done never learned some classics, some stuff I've never even heard of I've just kind of ended up with it I'm having a hard time making up my mind if you think you've got some hidden gem or some sneaky good piece that might not be on my radar I would be interested in suggestions alright let's go ahead and uh Move on to the next portion of the show. I have an email here from my dear friend Martin Slater. Writing from across the pond, responding to the previous episode. He says, Hello Chris, thanks for the latest podcast, which I found particularly relevant to myself. I think I also must make more meaningful use of mornings for music. I recognize the way life just gets in the way the more a day progresses. Regarding my concert review... I'm happy to send you a copy of the version presented in my Guitar Society's newsletter. You will see that it was nicely illustrated by our capable webmaster Dennis Gibson. I referred to my daughter making demands on my time and tomorrow is no exception. She's tackling the long-distance path called the South Downs Way with a friend but not having tackled anything like this before about a hundred miles. Both sets of parents have been called into action to help them Via transportation of parts of the way to successfully get from one campsite to another. Thus, me and my wife are traveling to Brighton, English South Coast, to assist. This will entail a drive of approximately an hour and 45 minutes just to get to them. We drive them 10 miles and drop them off for the last 10, and then plan to actually visit Brighton, as wife has been wanting to go there already. At least the weather has been calm and dry this week. This fits in between two football matches for my team, Eastleigh lost today, then away in Bromley, Kent County, on Monday, which is the August bank holiday in the UK. They'd better win that one. All the best with your disc golf. Don't know what that is, so we'll have to Google it. Martin. Thank you, Martin. Disc golf is simply golf with frisbees throwing into a basket instead of golf balls into a hole but they're not just regular frisbees they're these very neat discs that cut through the air in a really unique way and uh, when you get on some creatively designed courses it it is an absolute blast and you know what if you play on the most boring course imaginable it's still really fun uh best of luck with your teams (laughs) your soccer teams football as you call it course football uh, where I live means something else but uh, this is about a month old so I would imagine the games are done and you're you're on to the next set (laughs) can't say I follow a whole lot of uh, soccer myself but I do in general enjoy sports I've talked about on the show I I like hockey and I, I like American football but you know honestly the last couple of years I just have paid less and less attention. I just too many other things going, and I'm trying really hard to uh, get into my fantasy football team this year, but I'm just not not feeling it this year. Anyway, thank you, Martin. I read uh, Martin's review. He 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 reviewed a concert, classical guitar concert with Craig Ogden and. The other guitarist's name escapes me right now, but uh, it was a well-written review. I always uh, enjoy Martin's writing. Martin, uh, I would imagine you're okay with it, but to double-check, if I have your permission, I'd like to share the review on the classicalguitarcomposers.com website for anyone else who would be interested in reading it. I thought Martin made some interesting comparisons of this duo to... uh, Julian Bream and John Williams Guitar duos Okay and with that Let's move on to today's music It's the point in the podcast Where I highly recommend Pressing pause, pouring yourself A nice cold glass of iced tea Getting in a real Comfy chair Get into that zone and Don't have a lot of music for you today but Nonetheless, enjoyable So today's music comes from Oliver Waterman Oliver writes hi Chris I'm attaching my new piece improvisation number no. one which is releasing tomorrow July 22nd <laughs> as you could all see this is a a few months old uh, that is generally where you're at if you would like to submit a piece uh, you're usually looking at two or three months uh, before I can air it just because I enjoy giving kind of composers as much as possible uh, the spotlight and also just trying not to run out of material as well to play on the show so sorry let me start again I am attaching my new piece improvisation number one which is releasing tomorrow july 22nd as a new single everywhere except apple music my distributor says they don't accept classical as a submission for your show Improvisation, number one, is a completely free improvisation utilizing 18th century counterpoint techniques with a modern touch. I've been improvising for solo guitar for about 20 years, and started doing it when I was playing on the street and would run out of repertoire to perform. Over the years, it has evolved and really started to come to life after I took counterpoint in my undergrad. I plan on releasing quite a bit of these, as well as fixed compositions over the next few years while I go back to school for my masters and build my original catalog. A few years ago I released my first EP solo classical guitar work called Dim Bloom as a sort of modern guitar suite. I'm also creating video lessons on how to improvise counterpoint in a way that should be easy for almost anyone with a good ear to understand. I believe that if you can hear the difference between a major and minor scale then you have what it takes to be able to improvise slash compose counterpoint for guitar and do so well. Here's a link with most of my links, including pre save. Not quite sure what pre save is, but I will post this link on the classicalguitarcomposers.com website and check out all of our stuff. He says, Thanks for your consideration. I love what you do. Best, Oliver. And, uh, this is kind of something we haven't had before. So this is a guitar piece, all improvised. I've seen this come up on online where people have somewhat argued the... Is this composition improvising? And uh, to me it... Uh, yeah, I think it's a different form of composition, but definitely. And I do think that improvisation is a somewhat of a lost art. Be- being a, a Grateful Deadhead... Um, I'm very fond of just improvised music in general, but it is something that is kind of lost in the classical world. It used to be um, when composers would write guitar concertos, not guitar concertos, I mean that too, but concertos, say like a Mozart piano concerto, uh, at the end of the movement you'd reach this big 6-4 chord, and then the... You know, it was common practice for the performer to improvise his cadenza, which nobody does anymore. Cadenzas are written out. I mean, you can, like, I you see this a lot more in the violin world, I think, than guitar. But there's like different cadenzas written by different artists, right? And they've there's real popular cadenzas, and you know, so depending on what edition you buy you're going to get a different cadenza but they're always written out but but you know mozart did not write out a cadenza and so i i think that uh, improvisation has a place in classical music it should and has been lost you do see it i will admit i've seen it more in guitar than any other uh instrument in the classical world and i think that's because of the jazz crossover you get with a lot of guitar and even in composition a lot of folks approach approaching classical guitar geez classical composition from a jazz perspective you you do have like improvisation allotments so i just uh i thought that's an interesting topic and uh i'm looking forward to hearing this improvisation by Oliver so With that, here is Improvisation Number One by Oliver Waterman. We've just heard Improvisation number 1 by Oliver Waterman. Thank you, Oliver. As always, any musical submission for this show is much appreciated. And remember, if you would like to submit a piece of your own, you just simply email an MP3 recording to chris at classicalguitarcomposers.com and I will feature it on the show. And also, if you're wanting to support the show and get a little something for yourself in return, you can purchase some of my original classical guitar music for solo guitar and just go to classicalguitarcomposers.com and click on the sheet music link and there you'll be able to find some of my original music. So thank you all for joining me today. I look forward to being with you again next month. Until then, keep on plucking.